We are back. This is the WFNY Browns cast, uh, off-season edition. Um, I'm your host, Joe Gilbert, um, once again with Taylor Dezrezak. Taylor, how are we doing? Pretty good. Um, been a nice, nice, uh, what What are we on? Two-week break now, almost. Two break, yeah. Almost two weeks. Yeah. Uh, didn't have to think about the Browns all that much. <laughs> yeah, it was nice kind of watching just football and <laughs> keep, the, yeah. keep the Browns yeah. out of here. The, the, the slate of playoff games we got was certainly a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, historic comebacks will do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, yeah. football season never truly ends. By the time we get to the Super Bowl, it's going to be, what, about a month out from free agency? Right, yeah. <laughs> right, that's crazy, yeah. The NFL schedule is just... Non-stop. Um, then you get to the uh, Senior Bowl and Combine. Combine, and draft, draft, and then, and then, then uh, what is camps. it, Ske- schedule release. Yeah, schedule release, mini camps, then training camp, and then your season starts. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this this year we have the added bonus of uh, Hall of Fame stuff because Joe Thomas is definitely going to be inducted. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Busy offseason. Yep, and we'll be here for you. Um so uh, we're talking about, uh, before we get to the uh, news of the day and why we're here, um, this, uh, this uh, broadcast is uh, brought to you by our friends at uh, Underdog Fantasy. Uh, for first-time depositors, use WFNY, and, you can, and they'll match up to $100. Uh, it's a great platform uh, for if you're tired of the DFS salary system. Tons of different game types, drafts every night, and for every sport. Uh, use WFNY at checkout. And your first deposit will be matched up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. Okay, so we are here for uh, – it was a pretty quick quick, pro- quick process. Um, we were kind of talking about it after after the season where um, uh, we would, we would kind of go in during the process to see the candidates, but they kind of hired them really quickly. So uh, the Cleveland Browns hired um, officially today – uh, Jim Schwartz as the defense coordinator, taking over for Joe Woods. Um, he's highly experienced, obviously. He's been a head coach, defense coordinator all over the place. Um, past few, uh, at least last year, he was uh, the defensive assistant. Uh, I, I think that's the his official title. At, senior uh, defensive assistant or yes, something. Yeah. Senior, yes, at uh, the Tennessee Titans. So, um Initial thoughts, Taylor. What's your what's your initial thoughts from kind of the higher uh, uh, group that it came from and all that? I mean, I think my initial thoughts are the same as I put in the chat yesterday, and I said to about all my different all my different friend groups and group chats and all that. Um, this is about the highest floor move that the Browns could have made. I don't think there there is any real downside to bringing in Jim Schwartz. I think. If you really want to get into the the buzzwords, analytically, he was the safest pick because the <laughs> the uh, like the 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 bottom line you're going to get with him is better than most other defensive coordinators you could have possibly hired. Yes, there was bigger spl- splash in bringing in Brian Flores, but right. I, I think you know. If you bring in Flores, you might be right back at this again next January. If right, the, that's a if good. The Browns point, yeah. end up with a top ten defense and in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, Jim Schwartz, 
I mean, and that's not to knock him at all. Uh, Jim Schwartz probably doesn't have much run left as a head coaching candidate. Uh, his last head coaching interview was actually in Cleveland a few years ago. Uh, so, like, you, you have a guy that's going to be here for a few years, maybe the duration of this whole staff. I mean, obviously, if Stefanski's the coach here for the next 15 years, I would doubt that. But um, <laughs> you have a guy that's locked in for the next few years, and if this works out, then you've made a good, good, good hire. And... and you know, analytic, analytically, statistically, he's been a pretty good, pretty good coach the last few seasons. Um, I don't, I'm trying to find this, the, the stats for the Titans. Um, Titans this year, are a little weird because they spent most of the season hurt, but 2021, when they made the playoffs, they were a good defense. He was the coach of a defense that won the Super Bowl and got real hot at the end of a season. A few years ago in Philly, um, I mean, obviously they gave up a lot of points to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, but that was Tom, Tom Brady. Brady at the peak of his strength, <laughs> his old man strength. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it, it's, you know, it, it's a solid hire. The Browns have a long way to go in bringing guys in. I think you probably have I'm trying to figure out how many starters you, you have right now on defense. Um, I'd say you have anywhere between four and six starters set on defense right now. Probably mm-hmm. more than four, five, five to seven, I would say, actually. Um, yeah. Obviously, you need a lot of help in the middle, but this this coach who has coached so many other great defensive tackles in his in his ten years and other places is not going to settle for 130th and 131st out of 128 tackles in the league. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So my my thoughts. The I I, like, I really like the list. Uh, there was what five? I think it ended up being um, four or five. I think. Let's see. So they interviewed Jim Schwartz. They did Brian Flores, um, Sean Desai. They interviewed Sean another Desai, guy, a I guy from name. the Eagles. I think it was. Yeah, um, forget his name. Yeah. So four. Um, yeah, it was. I thought it was a good list. Um, it kind of certainly was, helped that all those guys were out of the playoffs. That yes, that definitely that that, that expedited the process. Yeah, um, it was a nice threading of like different. It was like a. It was a really well kind of diverse group. Um, you had kind of the the hot name. I would say Brian Flores would be probably the hottest name in court in terms of coordinator, defense coordinator. Um, you had the experience, uh, high seat, high. Um, high uh, floor, as you said, for Jim Schwartz. Then you had the kind of hot shot name, hopefully up and coming in Desai. And then high um, ceiling, high ceiling. Yes. He would be <laughs> a high ceiling. Probably with Philadelphia guy too. Um, yeah. So I, I really like that. They kind of spread it out there. They didn't, uh, there's a lot of people that were thinking that he would be afraid to hire someone with experience of head coaching. Like that, that was some stupid <laughs> no, that, that's like, another. Yeah. That's another topic we talked about. That's a real loser mentality. If you're right. if you're afraid to hire a head coach because he has head coach, uh, hire a coordinator because he has head yeah. coaching experience, then why you, do you have your head coach in the first place? Yeah, and you have no self confidence in yourself. Is yeah. another like yeah. So that was that was always a dumb. It was one of those radio topics. They um, yeah. But yeah, overall, I, I like the uh, kind of the group they had, and then 
I, I think they, they went with a, a very good choice. As you said, he, he he's done it before. Um, we're not going to go through the kind of the Joe Woods phase where it seemed like he was learning on the job. Um, Schwartz will come in and know what to do. He knows how to coach defense. Um, he knows how to head coach. So that's even that's even a, a, a bigger plus too. Um, and, and they needed they needed a guy that kind of it, it seemed like Joe Woods was kind of struggling with the people part of it. It seemed like his communication yeah. skills and kind of the leadership uh, because there was just so many voices coming out of that defensive um, locker room, and it, it just seemed like there wasn't one single voice. So I would I'm thinking it's a, it's a it's a pretty good. Uh, shot that uh, Jim Schwartz can kind of get that group together into one because he's done it as a head coach. He's done it as defense coordinator. Um, so that's one of the kind of the bigger pluses. I, I yeah, uh, I got having him. someone that's going to garner the respect of the locker room. Yes. Is, yes, is is big right now because you're not. This isn't a defense that was so bad that you needed to. You need to jettison eight players and bring right. in a whole bunch of new guys and yeah. build it, build from the ground up. I mean, you have a foundation, right? You have, you have a bunch of guys that either you will start for you or be in the rotations. Um, so it, it's not about like, there's a unit there. So getting the respect of that unit is, is key in becoming a better defense and yeah. having someone with the track record and the, just respect of Jim Schwartz is going to go a long way, especially for someone like Miles Garrett, who seems to be able to sniff that, that kind of stuff out. Mm. Yeah. It seemed they needed, they needed a good communicator um, because I think that was probably that I had to be a number one problem on that defense. It just seemed like there was no, no single communication. It seemed like voices were coming all over the place on the field. You could see so many times, how many times, did we see the Spider-Man pointing at each other? Like, yeah. Like that happened every game. Like it, it, it was, I, I'm wondering if Kevin was actually putting that a lot of thought into that, um, getting somebody that can kind of take a hold of that, that defense and, and be the leader that they, that they need in there. I mean, if um, he didn't notice it, then he wasn't doing his job as a head coach. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that was my number one point for him, and then just just based off his experience is another big key here. Um, we we know he has a track record of fixing defenses and making them pretty good, um, and that was like I really I I was intrigued by Desai from uh, Seattle, um, but it's one of those things where you're kind of throwing your 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 eggs in, in the basket of another Joe Woods kind of um, another up and comer that right up and comer that doesn't know. have that experience yeah the unknown is kind of scary there especially on a team that's ready to go like you need to you need to win next year like yeah decide decide would going. be fine if you're building from the ground up with a defense right yeah like like if you were hiring Kevin Stefanski four years ago or three years ago. That that would have been a good choice. Yeah, like, and that was basically what the Joe Woods hire was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was which is pro- that, which might have been why they didn't do it. That exactly. Yeah. Um, they probably really liked them, but they probably like we got to go with we got to go with that high. 
floor guy. You got to get someone that's established. Yeah, that we've seen. This isn't a team that's trying to find where it needs to be. This is a team that needs to get there quickly. Yes, and this isn't like Desai was not a get there quickly hire. He was a. Yeah, he 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 needs to like if if Carolina per se hires a a new head coach and they want a defensive coordinator and they like him. Yeah. Like that's an option. Cause one Carolina has a pretty good defense, but right. two that like you'd be building a whole new staff. You're not just replacing one piece. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances to be behind the scenes on press box access. You'll hear from me, Todd Jones and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access. Um, okay, let's get into kind of Jim Schwartz. Um, I press was, conference was fun. Yeah, the press conference was pretty good. He is a... Uh, you can tell the leadership kind of communication skills are off the charts with him. His uh, yeah. he he can man, he can ramble. <laughs> he he can he can yeah. tell stories like he he took control of that room. <laughs> he did, yeah. I think he completely about, ignored questions in the first ten minutes. <laughs> right, I think he talked about. They asked him how much you got paid the first job, and I think that went into like three different stories for yeah. like two or three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he um, forgot what the question was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, that was uh, winning the press conference. Obviously, is a um, Cleveland thing, and uh, I think he actually won that. I would say, <laughs> at least over to the media. But yeah, um, all that yeah. matters is obviously on the field. Um, so let's talk about what what he's going to bring um, in terms of scheme and kind of how his coaching is. It's got to it's got to be a one eighty. <laughs> Right, it is. Yeah. It is a complete flip from what what we've seen from Joe Woods. Joe Woods was a lot of zone um, coverage, off man coverage. Um, relied on his secondary um, to kind of just play play in zone, and 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 he didn't really use much disguise or anything. Um, on the contrary, uh, Jim Schwartz, uh, he he's I think he's I think it was like top ten. Every year he was in the uh, coaching, uh, he's been in man coverage in top 10 uh, frequency. Yeah. Um, and he he relies heavily on uh, the defensive line. So we'll talk about this in a second, about what, they'll, what the team will need. Um, but the defensive line will be a big key for them. He doesn't blitz, so that will be similar to what Joe Woods do, do, did. Um, he didn't blitz that much. But um, other, but the secondary thing is kind of the big difference. Um, he disguises well, uh, which would be a nice nice change of pace. Um, and uh, the man coverage is kind of a big thing. Um, so just going based off of that, what's your thoughts on just scheme wise and, um, and well, what I remember does? I remember that Super Bowl run. How much how much publicity was given to his wide nine schemes and right, how. Yeah how the Eagles pass rushers were able to just eat offenses alive with that, that, uh, that, I, that ideology. Mm-hmm. And then you apply, you think about it and you apply that to miles Garrett, who is far better than any of those guys that they had. Yeah. And like, 
Miles Garrett's ceiling might be breaking TJ Watt's record. Right. If he stays healthy and the rest of the defense performs around him, you're talking about a guy who can make the jump from 16, 17 and a half sacks to 23. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's like that. That's the kind like and the the addition, the added on bonus to that is that the the people who think that Miles Garrett isn't worth isn't worth what we're paying him or should be traded this offseason for picks because we need to recoup picks from the Deshaun Watson thing can can just stop. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the the thing that I got from his press conference was also like he he puts a lot of emphasis on getting getting good opportunities for his defense alignment, which is going to be a great thing because obviously we've seen Miles Garrett just stuck in double teams all his career, uh, yeah, especially under Joe Woods because he wasn't very creative and moving around. Um, Schwartz Schwartz is known for kind of freeing up getting getting his best rusher kind of in advantageous uh, position. So that's going to be another, obviously, Miles Garrett has to be one of the happiest guys, I would think, uh, after this hire. Yeah. Um, because this, it just seems like it's a it's a great, great position to be in uh, for him. Yeah, I'm trying to look up Taven Bryan's contract if he was a one-year deal. Yeah, he was only a one-year deal. So, um, I mean, you're looking at having probably four new starters or three new starters in the defensive line. Right, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that right now. Yeah, because as we said, the defensive line is going to be a huge, huge part of this defense. Uh, they're going to have to remake the entire defensive line except for Miles Garrett. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially a defensive tackle is going to be blown up. Um, because it's a, it's an Thank important God. part. Yeah, right. It's a, it, it was already going to do that, I think, but obviously, but um, under Schwartz, he needs, he needs his, his D line to win um, because yeah. he doesn't blitz. Um, so he's going to, he needs his defensive line to win at the point of attack. So obviously um, a big, a big, like when you think about his defensive lines, he had right. Fletcher Cox, who is a, right. you're not going to get that kind of defensive tackle on the open market probably. Right. Um, so, but you're still going to need guys who can both stay in their lane on both uh, on pass downs and run plays Mm. and, you know, be healthy. And that's a hard, it's a hard, (laughs) hard thing to kind of find, but. Right. And they're going to have to get a rotation too. Yeah. I mean, how many times last year did we, did we point out? You know, hey, if the defensive tackles didn't get washed out to where the defensive end started their rush from, right. Miles would have had a sack. Or, hey, look, that defensive tackle just got blown three yards off the ball on a run play. Right. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting how they handle it. Um, I think, I think Taven Taven Bryan. I don't. Let me. I'm gonna look up his contract now. But um, it, it was one year, four million dollars. Okay, so, that's why I, I thought. Yeah. So, so he's I, he's up, but. They, they I would think I mean, like there's he, he yeah he would be a good a good rotational guy because they're gonna need it as we said yeah. it's heavy it's gonna be a heavy defensive line so they're gonna and, and obviously you're still gonna have like you're not complete like it's not Miles in the room alone right now right all no, of yeah. the all of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air meme like this right. is it's like it's you still have pushing everybody back yeah like, you still have Alex Wright who played well at the end of the season yeah. you still have. Perry on Winfrey who played well at the end of the season, like, and, and maybe someone like Jim Schwartz can get Perry on Winfrey to kind of figure out his, 
play more Antics. controlled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both um, on and off the field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's the kind of voice you need when you have young guys that yeah. just just need the push and it didn't feel like Joe Woods had that he just wasn't that kind of coach and that's not necessarily something you can fault him for. He's just not like that's like saying Kevin Stefanski needs to be up in someone's face. Like that's just not right. him. Yeah. So yeah. There um, there's going to be a lot of a lot of remaking of the front seven. Um I think that's that it, it was already number 1 priority. It's like number one and then you got like you got quite a few spaces between the next uh priority because it's it's definitely it's gonna be they're gonna hit it with the draft they gotta hit it with free agency maybe even trade like they gotta they gotta use a lot of their resources this offseason to to kind of remake this defense at least the starting defensive line um because they need it yeah and because of the depth issues that are going to scare Andrew Barry until his dying day. You, you need, you need to probably pick up some linebackers too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ones that can stay healthy. Uh, I mean, not even ones that can stay healthy. You like, you just need to have backups that are serviceable. Like, yeah. and you have a couple, you could bring back Dion Jones. I think he's a free agent. Yeah. Um, you can bring back, like, I think Tony Fields is still going to be on the team. Anthony Anthony Walker is going to be a free agent again, but he's coming off a torn quad, so he might not be that that uh, expensive as someone who's I think either a, approaching thirty or just north of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and obviously, I think the defense suffered greatly by not having Anthony Walker out there past week yeah. three. Yeah, he would uh, definitely he, be on the. List I think he was. I think he was that voice that we were talking about that they lacked. Right. He was that vocal leader on the field, and they didn't have him from week four to week eighteen. Right. Yeah, I think I think he I think he would be a good guy to get bring back. Obviously, um, I I don't think I don't think it's gonna really this higher. I don't think it's gonna really change um, Barry's opinion of kind of paying high price for a linebacker, um, but I think it does. He will get more depth on the on the linebacker core. I would I would assume. Obviously, they had historic historic injury luck on this. Yeah, just like, just the level of the the well, amount of linebacker injuries they had. The fact right. that you're down to starting like Grant Delpit and yeah, I think they lost what five linebackers five, five linebackers for the season, and then a whole bunch of them got hurt towards the end of the year. Right. Too. Yeah. So, so obviously, you can't really you can't really like prepare for that sort of loss, but um, it's definitely something they'll, they'll have to look into. Um, But the big thing uh, besides the defensive line is going to be the safety position. Um, We didn't talk about this. uh, uh, Jim Schwartz is a single high safety um, defense. He likes to run that. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do at safety. John Johnson, is he a free agent or? Uh, he, I'm pulling up his thing right now. Um, sport track is being slow today. He has an out this year. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it's, it seems likely that they take that out because he's being a lot, very overpaid right now, comparatively to what, what his production has been on the field. Yeah. Um, 
And so I think single high safety is going to be kind of another, maybe, maybe number two priority this off season. Um, yeah. Because Delpit, Delpit seems like the guy to be hit the, the box safety in this defense. Um, they just need a guy kind of a rover uh, over the top. Um, there is a quite a few kind of guys out in uh, free agency, I believe. I think Poyer is a free agent. Um, that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be a Bringing fun comeback. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how much he has left. He's been hurt, and he's kind True. of up there now. Yeah, he had a serious but, injury this year. Um, um, Poyer, what was the other name? Um, can't think Jesse of Bates. Jesse Bates, yeah, that's the that's the number one guy on the free agent market. Yeah, uh, Von Bell is also a free agent. Yeah, God, the Bengals uh, have some choices to make. Right. Um, yeah, Bates would be like kind of an ideal one, obviously, but could bring back Jabril Peppers. He might not be expensive. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd he, be kind of funny. He played in Timbuktu already, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, single high safety is going to be another uh, key to kind of adding to this defense. Um, but it, it's just uh, it's going to be the higher kind of. Besides of what we've talked about what they need, but I really think this hire of Schwartz kind of fits this defense so much better, especially in the secondary. Mm-hmm. We how many times did we talk about that? Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, bless you. Thank Greg you. Newsom, uh Denzel Ward. <laughs> Denzel Ward. Um and and the rest of the corner, even Martin Emerson, how good they are in in man coverage, but they're forced to kind of play in this off coverage zone defense. I think moving to what Schwartz does in man coverage is going to make improve their performance, even though they played pretty well. Um, I think it it just seems like this what Schwartz does fits what the personnel does as well. Which yeah, it's nice to see coming from a defense that did not fit the personnel very well. No. And this is also a coach that is going to do the thing that we've wanted Joe Woods to do is match the defense to the scheme or match the scheme to the defense. Like, yeah, we can imagine Miles Garrett in a wide nine, but if they run that a week and it sucks, then they're probably not going to do it again. Right. Yeah. Unless they have the personnel to do it. They had the personnel in Philly because, again, they had Fletcher Cox, who is really freaking good at being a defensive tackle. So, um, I mean, this is the quintessential quote-unquote adult in the room in terms of being a defensive coordinator. Um, And whether or not Brian Flores was the top option, I think, this bringing in Schwartz is the long-term option. If you plan on having this staff together for three to four more years. Yeah. Yeah. Before you need to evaluate it again. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I just can't, um, I I, I'm, I'm very excited about the hire. Um, it, It was Flores was probably my number one choice, but, I, I think he's he might be even headed to a head coaching position this year, um, yeah. so I'm, I'm not shocked by him not coming here. Um, and and you bring up a good uh, good thought of if we did hire him, we might have had to go through this process next year. So yeah. um, I, I I in the end, I really like what what Schwartz brings. Schwartz brings. Um, I liked his thoughts on like he's he's it's kind of funny like people. 
there's like this um, talk of they didn't want a an, another nerd, <laughs> another nerd, uh, and they found over. one anyway, and they, they found f- one anyway. They but found they found, a, they found they found one that doesn't talk like one, one. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really funny. It's uh, they kind of bridged the gap there. Um, uh, but yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, his uh, it just. I'm I'm excited to see what he can do this defense. I'm excited to see what Miles Garrett can do in a wide nine position and kind of it's going to be fun to see. Um it's going to be fun to see it seems like it's going to be an aggressive defense in terms of just coverages and and um disguise and all that. Um so it's going to be kind of cool to see actual not guys just roaming wide open underneath. Yeah, every yeah. single play. That, it'll be fun to not see a whole bunch of coverage busts. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, oh, weren't you supposed to get him? Like, no. Like, this is actually my guy. So, um, I think some of the communication stuff, and they, and a lot of the guys talked about it afterwards after the season. Like, some of the problems was they they that the defensive scheme didn't allow them to play like who they were. Um, I think they used the word like they didn't allow them to be themselves. Yeah, I think that was kind of <laughs> lending towards like playing man coverage, um, not playing towards like a zone and stuff like that. So I'm ex- I'm excited to see how Denzel and Newsom and um, and Martin kind of fit into this defense, and, and and I'm excited to see how what what they add to this defense, especially in the defensive line. Um, but yeah, it's a. I'm excited for the the hire. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there, there's really not much else to say. Uh, right. I don't think there's there. I haven't seen any detractors on right. on social media or in the media in the last day and a half. Um, I think you probably would have seen them if they had gone with Desai because that right. that's just that's just hiring Joe Woods with another name to some people. Pretty um, much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, this is, this is the higher that, I mean, it just makes the most sense. If you're not going to be able to get uh, Brian Flores for whatever reason, whether or not it's because you don't want to have to do this again next year, or it's because he just thinks he can be the head coach of the Cardinals. Right. Uh, then like, this was the right call. And I don't, I don't think there's really any other way you can spin it. Yep. Yeah. 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 So that's our, that's our thoughts on the uh, hire Jim Schwartz. Um, we'll be back sometime in the off season here. Probably. <laughs> we'll see you in head- six weeks. Right. Free agency. <laughs> We're going to groundhog. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, what, what's free agency? It's usually the first week of March. March. Let me, yeah, let, me, March. Let, me look what, let me see what it is. It's, it's usually right. It's like, it's like right during March Madness. I always yeah, remember that, you know. So um, we'll be back then, kind of breaking down all that, um, and then throughout the draft process and all that. Um, March fifteenth, yeah. league, league year starts on March fifteenth. Yes. So um, yeah, any other breaking news? I, I don't see much of besides kind maybe some position coaches on the defense. That'll be just uh, before we get out of here. That'll be interesting to see how much change happens there. I know, I know, Jim Schwartz during the press conference was asked that, 
and he said it's up to Kevin and and Andrew and all that, those guys. So it'll be interesting to see if they. If they I'm sure he him. has his guys. I'm right. sure he has yeah, a list of people. It seemed it seemed like coach talk. It seemed like kind of politically yeah. correct and and kind of not not throwing the guys that are on the team still under the bus. Like hey, yeah, you're about it, to be fired soon here. <laughs> yeah, there's an aura of that. There's an aura of. Nope, I'm not falling for the trick that you think I have more authority than the head coach. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so He's been a head coach. He knows what that is. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see, kind of follow that uh, over the next couple of weeks. But um, other than that, uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us on this uh, Wednesday uh, following the press conference of Jim Schwartz as the new defense coordinator. Um, follow us on uh, on. Uh, Facebook and all the social media networks, and you can see when we're next going to be on. But uh, you definitely around free agency time, we'll probably talk about what we need and all that. Um, but, yeah, uh, this is brought to you by uh, Underdog Fantasy, and uh, we're a part of the Evergreen Podcast Networks. Um, so thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, go Browns. Hello. Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.